Heavenly Father, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for this time that we get to gather with friends and family to think about, to reflect, to remember that you, many, many years ago, that Jesus Christ came to earth to provide salvation for all of us. Thank you for how we can know and hear today what Christmas is about. แลนซิงเอเจอปุนิเวซุงยิมไนกับซุนไตเวเชงไทเจียวเนบัวปุนิเวไฮจางเทาอย่าฮิวตูกองเวเฮญุงเยซูไตไนลุงเดียเจียช
ตัวเมียนอ๋อนี่อ่าญีจัดต่อยนี่บัวเหี่ยวแพสเตอร์แอนดรูนี่โจตัวเมียนยันดาวครอสพอยท์คอมมิชชั่นอ๋อนี่โ
At the very beginning of the sermon, I want to clearly define two terms, Jesus and gospel. According to the Bible, Jesus is God the Son. He was the promised rescuer for sinful men in the Old Testament of the Bible. In the New Testament of the Bible, he is God in human form. In theology, we say it this way, he is fully God and fully man that he might fully rescue. Now what is the gospel? Gospel is another word for good news. Gospel is a general word which means basically to bring a smile to someone that hears it. Gospel is news that brings satisfaction to those who receive the news. Through the scriptures, through the Bible, the gospel is the fact that Jesus came to rescue sinful human beings from eternal destruction. Today we will see that Jesus is the gospel, specifically is relating to Christmas, the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2. So if you have your Bibles today, feel free to turn to Luke chapter 2 or it will be on the screen behind us. As we read the passage today, I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine that you are sitting on the hills, on the hills surrounding a place called Bethlehem, about five miles from Jerusalem. Want you imagine today that we are all shepherds? We are all surrounded by sheep. I want you to imagine yourself enjoying the quietness of the night. Even though you're enjoying the quietness of the night, you're watching your sheep, you're watching for predators and for thieves. Your other shepherd friends are sleeping nearby, but it's your turn to watch the sheep. 
Imagine you are in the Christmas story, you are in Luke chapter 2 today. Let's read the story. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone all around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you gospel. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be your sign. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying this, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. ลูกาโซตะเนจางตะเป็ดยมิทัชเฟยมเนนะก็วัวนอมเตปุงไมเตโกปะกียุงยมเมียนลุงม้วนสันยมยุงเชียงเกอนิบุญยุงไมเต่
with various assignments and jobs. They were created with intellect, with emotions, with will, but with a different physical nature than human beings. They were given intelligence from God, but they were not all knowing like God. Which means they were constantly observing what God was doing with his creation. So think about this. What had these angels observed through human history? These angels has, had observed the rebellion of Satan and a third of the angels cast out of heaven. These angels had watched as God created the earth, the world. Job 38 actually says these angels shouted for joy when God created the world. These angels had watched as Satan, the deceitful one, deceived Adam and Eve in the garden. These angels had observed as Adam and Eve rebelled against a holy God. These angels watched as God's perfect creation was blemished. If you think uh, later on in the biblical history, these angels watched as God's mercy and justice came together in the flood of Noah. These angels had watched as God promised a covenant with Abraham. He promised that through Abraham, all of the nations of the world would find blessing. These angels have observed God gifting Moses the law for his people. These angels had watched as God's people continually disobeyed God's law. These angels had watched as God's people disobeyed Him over and over and over again. However, these angels also watched as God promised over and over and over again that He would send 
a rescuer. These angels had experienced 400 years of silence from God speaking to his people. Now after 5,000 years of God promising that his rescuer would come these angels in the field to the shepherds get to proclaim glory to God in the highest they got to proclaim peace on earth now I want to think about this. I want you to think about the angels, but who did the angels speak to? These were shepherds. These were ordinary people. They were not wealthy, they were not prestigious, they were not respected, they were not admired. They were not kings, they were not scribes, they were not priests, they were not princes. They were ordinary, simple caretakers of sheep. These shepherds were ordinary. They were modest workers. They were tough protectors of these sheep. They were smart caretakers of the sheep. In a very dry climate, they would lead these sheep to water and grass. These shepherds were caring guardians. They deeply cared for the sheep. These shepherds understood worship of God. Why? Because they were raising sheep to be offered for the sacrifice in the temple. They knew the pain of losing an animal. An animal that they cared for deeply. These shepherds were the exact choice for God to reveal the greatest news ever to. The excited angels to the ordinary shepherds and what was the story? What was the good news? This was the good news. Jesus had come. 
Now, why is Jesus the good news? I think very clearly in this text of Scripture, we find why he is the good news. Here's number one why he is the good news. Because he brings true joy. Verse 10 says, And the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This joy was not simply an outer happiness or a smile or laughter. This joy is an inner satisfaction that God is good and God is in control. God, the creator and sustainer of all life, is, control, is in control and he is working his plan perfectly. And this plan included great joy for his people. Have you ever realized how we live in a world where hurting people are constantly trying to find something that will give them happiness? However, the happiness of the world is only temporary. It is passing. The fact is that through Jesus, God has provided not simply temporary happiness, but eternal joy and satisfaction. Why is Jesus the good news? Because he can provide true joy. Why else is Jesus the good news in this passage? Number two, Jesus is the good news because he is the Savior. Verse 11 says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. The word Savior means a rescuer, a deliverer. For 4,000 years, God's people had been looking for the rescuer to come. 
tin hung ye mien chua che tin hung ta jiao nin bua Jesus was the legitimate rescuer because of his miraculous birth his sinless life his sacrificial death and his victorious resurrection Yesu ki tua says bunye jiao jiao we zu ni to pen ta pa mien Jesus is the good news because he can save us from our sins. Here's another reason why Jesus is the good news. In verse 11 it says that Jesus is the good news because he is the Christ. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ. The word Christ means the promised anointed one. This is the Jewish Messiah. This takes us all the way back to the Garden of Eden at the beginning of our Bibles. God promised that he would send someone to crush Satan. God would send someone to mend the relationship between a sinful man and a holy God. In the Old Testament, they were constantly looking for this rescuer. Maybe it was Noah or Abraham. No. Maybe it was Moses or David. No. Maybe it was the judges or one of the prophets. No. The promised Messiah was Jesus Christ. Jesus is the good news because he is the promised Christ. There's another indication of why Jesus is the good news in this text. Jesus is the good news because he is the Lord. From the heavenly hosts of angels, we hear this. From the angel, we hear this. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The word Lord means master, boss, owner. The one who has the authority. Why is Jesus the good news? Because he is the one who has all authority. The ultimate authority was not in Caesar. 
It was not in Herod. It was not in the chief priest. It was in Jesus Christ. The angels clearly proclaimed that Jesus is the good news because he is the master of all of God's creation. Here's another reason why Jesus is the good news. Jesus is the good news because he brings glory to God, the Father. From the heavenly hosts of possibly millions of angels, the shepherds heard something. Glory to God in the highest. The concept of glory is one of majesty and splendor and brilliance. Through the fulfillment of his promise to provide a rescuer, God is put on display as being brilliant. This is the glory that Satan had tried to steal all through human history. Through Christ, no other being that has ever existed could claim the splendor and majesty of God Almighty. Jesus is the good news because he brings glory to God. One last reason in this text why Jesus is the good news. Jesus is the good news because he brings peace between God and man. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. This peace is not simply a lack of conflict between men, between people. Is a healed relationship not between man and man, but between man and God. The clear fact of Scripture is that sin has broken peace with God. Sin is anything we do or say or think that does not match God's holiness. Other than Christ, the perfect God man, sin has passed 
to every single person that has been born on this earth. Because of our sin, we were born into this world at war with God. Because of His holiness, God cannot ignore man's sin. He must judge man's sin. However, through the miraculous life of Jesus Christ, the rescuer, Jesus provides peace with God. On the cross, Jesus was the payment for that peace. Jesus took on himself the sin of believers. Why is Jesus the good news? Jesus is the good news because he mends a broken relationship between man and God. So this is not only good news, this is great news. How should we respond to this good news? Well, the story of the passage isn't quite over. Let's see how these shepherds responded. Verse 15 through 20 says this, When the angels went away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go over to Bethlehem to see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered, at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. นินบัวเจียวอ่ากานเจียนมิงหลอปวดมาลียาชาวโยเซฟอย่าปวดบัวเต้ากุงหวาป่วยเจียนมาโจกุงหัวเก๋าปะกี้ยุ่งเนี่
Have you ever responded in faith to Jesus Christ? The Apostle Paul says in Romans 1.16 I am not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. In Acts chapter 16, verse 31, Paul says, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and your household. Today, would you put your faith in Christ alone? The shepherds also responded by confidently proclaiming the good news. In verses 17 and 18, we find this. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what they, the shepherd told them. The question is this. In a world that tells you to doubt Christ, will you confidently proclaim Christ? Will we treat Jesus, the good news, as if it was good news? The shepherds also joyfully worshipped God because of the good news. Not only did they respond in faith, not only did they confidently proclaim, they joyfully worshipped. Verse, verse 20 says, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it was told them. The question is this. Do you truly worship God because of the good news? Do you truly worship God not just with your voice but with your whole life? The shepherds responded by faith. The shepherds confidently proclaimed. And the shepherds joyfully worshiped. Would you join them today? For those who have never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, 
Would today be that day? Would you call on Jesus to save you, to rescue you? Would today be the best day of your entire life? Leading to an entire life of worshiping Jesus the good news. Today we praise God that Jesus is the good news. Thank you.
once I lived in darkness, now I'm reconciled. God in Christ, in Christ in me, I embrace this mystery, the gift of grace and love, now given to me. God sent down for the world to see that the grace you show be evident in me. Let this Christmas be Christ in me. Let this Christmas be Christ in me. The love of God sent down for the world to see. Power resurrected. 
排未遇见，只有耶稣太照耀，耶稣主太满，水面照照含耀，有你的掌照清楚，最敬含耀，敬含耀，含耀极长，耶敬主接照在何海耶？